Welcome to the White Collar Goon, Angels in Politics podcast, um, and let's get into it. This is the Journal to Confections, and um, for those who are for that person who doesn't know what Journal to Confections is, um, Confections in Psychology is a literary piece constructed by the White Collar Goon depicting his involvement in and experiences whilst at sea working on a cruise ship traveling the Mediterranean the Caribbean and um, leaving out of the United States so you kind of are able to get some backstory some context um, some of my own personal thoughts that were documented at that time leading up to this um this journey <laughs> right so i'm starting off with uh, my first entry uh once i have once i started working on the cruise ship so i'm i'm about 1 month in um to give you some time or a time span this is roughly around august of 2018 so about a year and a few months ago here we go so, where do I start? I'm writing this whilst sitting at the back deck slash bar as we dock in Cozumel, Mexico for the day. I was out earlier to pick up a few bits and bobs at the convenience store called Mega, which is the Mexican version of Walmart in my eyes. I have a band-aid on my left middle finger and splatters of blood stains all across my all-white Converse Chuck Taylors, which looks every bit of a crime scene. Um, or as I would call it, when having sex on your period goes terribly wrong. Um, that's just the title I came up with once I looked at my shoes. Needless to say, I think it brings character to my shoes and it may very well be a conversation starter um the past two nights have been massive celebrations jamaican jamaican day or jamaica day and the indian independence day the indian independence day transpired the jamaican party was pretty far out but i drank a bit too well put it this way I gave it my blood, sweat, and tears, literally. Working on the Liberty of the Seas has been interesting. My roommate is hella cool, and he's signing off this weekend. Signing off meaning he's leaving. My coworkers are amazing, and we get on quite well. Actually, we get on very well. Very is in all capital letters. It's like an alternative family being here on the ship there are probably 1500 plus crew members and staff on the ship but after a month it actually feels very very small and intimate uh, you tend to see the same people every day and even though this shop is massive uh, even though the ship that's what i'm saying even though the ship is massive the crew quarters are very limited i've met some interesting personalities to say the least 
and last night left me thinking before going to bed. There are some really attractive women on this boat, but I've yet to come up on anything. Um, My old habits are still very evident with me casting my net every which way. And whilst I've showed face here and there and gotten my name out a bit, I haven't gotten that one-on-one game time action with any woman yet. Is, Is it purely my fault? I guess so. You know, getting getting laid on the ship doesn't seem too difficult for the average person. But as for me, maybe I'm weird, maybe I'm picky, or I don't know how to describe it, but I just can't get enough of women, so it's so hard just to focus on one. I made it into one girl's cabin a few weeks ago after drinking a senseless amount of Heineken and Corona and after a few sessions of beer pong I find myself in her room if I would have played it cool (laughs) perhaps I would have come into a little cutty or maybe perhaps I would have came into a little cutty that night but Let's be honest, this woman had an ass like a dump truck. And after asking to see it, I just couldn't contain myself. Uh, As she bent over to wiggle those juicy, juicy buttocks, I almost, well, I can't say almost, I uncontrollably grabbed her cheeks and spread them apart just so I could see her tiny perfect little asshole evidently that was much too aggressive that was a much too aggressive move despite our drunken state and shortly thereafter i was kindly asked to leave the room um (laughs) this woman doesn't just want to casually hook up um as and as much as I respect her aesthetics, particularly her lower half, I can't see myself investing too much time with her. On the other hand, there are some legitimate pistols on the ship that could get it. Like, I mean, get it all. I guess I should focus on one and direct my full attention there. But in my case... I've been planting a lot of seeds. Honestly, more seeds than I can than I can count. So there very well may be crops out there for the kid that just need a little bit more tending and cultivating too. I've been staying pretty active on the in the gym. And I haven't <laughs> I've been staying pretty active in the gym and I haven't masturbated since my time here. I did relapse one night while staying in the Florida International University's dorms prior to coming here, but I'm really doing my best in attempting to channel that sexual energy. I want it to permeate through my entire being and flow through my body. Uh, other than that, I've I've seen some cool places, uh, Roatan, Honduras, and the Cayman Islands, to name a few. Uh, whilst 
leaving Mega today in Cozumel, I had to pull up on this foreign woman. <laughs> I had to pull up on this foreign woman in the parking lot after making eye contact with her on a few occasions inside the store. I neglectfully didn't get a chance to save her information, but I'm just happy that I got a chance to show face. You know, it's something addictive about that adrenaline rush when you speak to a beautiful woman for the first time. Um, as far as the job goes, um, kids will be kids, and most of them are adorable. Some can be a handful, but this is to be expected. Um, but all in all, life is good, and there's plenty, plenty to be thankful for. As I'm writing this, there's a 40-year-old Romanian woman with a very cute petite frame sitting by herself drinking a coffee and smoking a cigarette. So I just may have to initiate in a few moments as soon as I put this pen down. Um, I've spoken to her before, but today is just the perfect time to get myself a bit more familiarized. Perhaps afterwards, I'll hit the gym before work. Until next time. My color. Goon. So, um, yeah, that was, that was August. I wrote that in early August and, uh, that was, yeah, my first journal entry, uh, whilst on the Liberty of the Seas, which was the cruise ship that I was first on in Texas, coming out of Galveston, about an hour or so from Houston. So, uh we'll get into like the breakdown and we'll talk about this a little more um but until the next episode i will see you next time or talk to you next time angels and politics by color goon welcome to the angels and politics podcast this is gabriel aka the white color goon which is the creative and artistic manifestation of angels and politics I am bringing you journal entries or uh, intro. Well, yeah, journal entries or journals to confections, which is uh, confections in psychology, which is going to be the literature from the white color goon depicting his time whilst on the cruise ship living at sea. All right. So this journal entry comes in August 20th. So this is the second entry. And um, here we go. I just might need a girlfriend. I know it sounds like I'm obviously yearning for the female attention or the female touch, but it's been so long. Like the old mystical song, been so long. That song's called Danger. Um... I've seen some prospects and there are some unequivocal stunners. But to be honest, there isn't that many. <laughs> Perhaps I should just cuff something low-key to get my confidence back up and running because I've had some people tell me that I that I'm confident or I come across that way, but I haven't done anything to claim this title or to claim that characteristic. I'm on the come up for sure, but I want to get back on top. Like, I want to be that guy who's licking ass and taking names, and it might have to start now. Like, 
I've seen some women by themselves and I've said my piece, but to be fair, I may have to come to grips with my lack of game. (laughs) I have to come to grips with my lack of game. If a socially awkward white dude gets more pussy than me in an exotic country like Thailand, then there's a problem. When my roommates in China are getting as much pussy as a fucking porn star and I'm blowing trees and beating my dick like it stole something, then there's an issue. For me to be in Miami for a full week in a dorm full of banging ass dancers, singers, and stage performers and I come up on one woman who wasn't really truly my speed it shows where I'm at like maybe I should get better at (laughs) maybe I should get better at base hits like like my uber driver told me that one time maybe I should stop going for the home run all the time I find that I'm either planting too many seeds without receiving or yielding the crop or I, or if I don't say anything at all, shit just doesn't happen. It's like, <laughs> it's like before this cruise job at the YMCA, I did my absolute best to reel it in and just be professional. I wasn't asking for numbers, nor was I rolling up on women asking them to dinner in a movie. Was there a woman who probably fancied my personality or personable traits? Perhaps. But we can never be too sure. If they did, it wasn't voiced to me. Uh, So what did I get from that experience other than the occasional complaint that I was coming on too strong uh, to a woman in the gym? And uh, that's another story for another time. But, um... What did I get from it? Fuck all. I got fuck all from it. Younger women don't speak to men like that. And the more mature women are a bit, can sometimes be a bit past their mm, physical prime by the time they want to be (laughs) open. And open is in quotation marks. So, I don't know. Like, I think I'm at a loss. There's a there's a crew party coming up and uh, I was a little turned up for the last one, a little too turned up for the last one. Uh, You know, I made my rounds around the place and I might have made a few friends Um, this time. I plan on having fun, but I should just relax on the I should just relax on the central focus being on women. You know, maybe that's my problem. Perhaps I should just have fun and let the right one show herself (laughs) knowing my luck well i digress but you get the gist of it (laughs) welcome 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 to the angels and politics podcast this is your host this is the white color goon and i am glad that you are taking part in Journals to Confections, which is Confections in Psychology, the written, the written literature from uh, the White Collar Goon expressing his time whilst at sea, um, traversing the globe. All right, here we go. 
I wrote this on August 27th, so a little over a year and a few months ago. And uh, this is the third entry, probably about a month, almost two months in, almost two months in, on my first contract with, um, with Royal Caribbean. So here we go. I guess my body can no longer withstand the benders that I endured <laughs> whilst in the Far East. <laughs> Um, to be fair, I don't think I handled them that well back then, due to how many times I was violently ill. Now, I guess I had, mm, now I guess I had been, now I guess I had been consistently heading to the back deck, which is the bar, for a few beverages. But you know how it can go. You start off with two or three beers and suddenly you end up taking shots of Jaeger and then shots of tequila. And now you're closing out the bar at the last call with multiple Heinekens in tow. Uh, bench drinking has become somewhat of a normalcy, but my body has taken a toll last night. I felt my body getting really, really warm, and I had a tight pressure. I had tight. I had a tight pressure sensation around both of my temples, and I can only describe it as. I can only describe it, such as the way I would I felt, years ago when I was in China. Whenever I was going too hard, you know, going too hard, and one, <laughs> in one instance or two instances, I passed out, like in my apartment and one time I passed out somewhere else um to be fair I did a bit more than binge drink back then but the concept is the same there's no need to overdo your liver with exorbitant amounts of alcohol just for the hell of it I, I couldn't even <laughs> I mean like last night I couldn't even finish my one bottle of Guinness because I don't know my body had just had enough i played it smart and refused to drink it all and i headed to bed around 10 p.m um this morning i had breakfast with a few coffees and hit the gym after an hour and a half session i detox in the sauna for a bit and i hit the showers i didn't get the best sleep last night as i was constantly in and out of sleep limbo i I end up having this weird dream of me being at home and being asked to park my father's truck in the garage. Um, for some reason, I was having the utmost difficulty, and I ended up backing up too far and hitting the garage door. I, I don't know. I was also too far to the right, which scraped the car up extensively, and I, and as I went to try to get the car out, there was some red car parked right in front, I don't know, it was, I was stuck, I was stuck in, in my dream, and I think that was a, a metaphor for me being stuck in life, <laughs> uh, I don't know, perhaps, perhaps this may be a metaphor to my habits right now in life, okay, so that was the end of that excerpt.
Um, I think I might just go into the next one because that was that was pretty that was fairly short. But it's funny reading these because oh gosh, let me just go back into where what I wrote. Like I used to I used to be on these benders, you know, I used to go on these benders and the benders didn't really start in um they didn't start on the cruise ship. I would say benders benders didn't start for me until like China. Well, low key Thailand. You know, we partied in college, but to be to be all the way honest, like there was nothing like China. China, we were calling it College Two Point until we had to have the homie from Maryland pull up, and he just had to keep it real. He was like, "Bro, I party, but it's, it was never like this in college." And that and that's the and that's the God is God's honest truth. Like I reflection or your hindsight tends to be twenty twenty. But to keep it all the way a hundo, like I, I did rage. Like I mean, I raged, I raged in college, and I remember leaving out of college or graduating. And when I moved to New York, I talked to one of my fraternity brothers, and at this time he was, um, he was in school, and he asked me. He was like, "Hey, like, uh, pretty, I don't know, randomly, but he was like, do you still like go hard or do you still rage?' Like that was a term I was using back then." still now like do you still rage and I was like do I like do I fuck like of course like and he thought I, I was maybe tailoring my my level of rage to like me being out of school or maybe it's like oh maybe as a as an adult your rage is different than like college kid rage and I was like telling him that no the same the same intensity that I partied in college like I'm I'm partying like that now and I think a lot of people maybe well I don't think that's a good thing but to to a point but like for most of my contemporaries and my peers you know after graduation they went to their fortune 500 jobs they went to their salary paying jobs they went to their proper jobs um whereby you have a 401k and retirement plan and healthcare benefits and you wear the the pinstripe suit or you wear the 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 pencil skirt and and your flats and you wear you know you wear your college shirt and you wear you know like that type of environment and when normally when you're in that environment um, a lot of associative behaviors come together or they're attached to that so it's like if you work that proper job, you probably got a apartment or a condo or even a home somewhere nearby, maybe within a 20, 30 minute radius from your job. And who knows if you're making 60, 70, 80, 50, you know, some if you're making that, you know, per year, who knows whilst you're staying in that town home or and you're in that, you know, that condo. You probably got an old lady there with you. You know, you're, you're probably been investing your, your time with that old lady who you've been spending spending your energy on or investing, uh, you were investing with whilst in college. So who who's to say that you're not still, like, you know, doing your thing, you know, like cultivating that, getting ready for the next step. So uh, before you know it, you might you might get a, proper home with the mortgage and you're gonna put a ring on the finger and then you're gonna get the picket fence and and then you're gonna you know and then you're gonna start the family and and it's and it's a beautiful thing um 
But the way, but the reason why I go off on that is because normally the people who are living those lives, which are the majority of my peers who are, you know, nearing 30 or a little over 30, 31, 32, 33, like these types of ages, uh, these people, yeah, they'll, yeah, they're going out, like, <laughs> they're going out to the homecoming, like, yeah, A&T's homecoming was last week, or Hampton's homecoming, Howard's homecoming, like, people, people who are in their 30s and 40s or even past that, they, they will, quote, unquote, let loose and party on the holidays or the times in which, I don't know if it recommends getting drunk, but almost like where it's acceptable, whereby it's acceptable to get to, to drink and party and be festive. Cause I guess being festive on a Tuesday, um, is a bit frowned upon in most places or, you know, taking shots on a, taking shots on a Monday, <laughs> taking shots for on a Monday night and, and, you know, going at the, going to the, to the nightclub on a Sunday, you know, for some people, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that lifestyle because if it's not July 4th or if it's not, you know, my college homecoming or if it's not Christmas or if it's not, you know, Cinco de Drinco, which they call Cinco de Mayo. Like if it's not, if it's not in the holiday like that, then what would be the cause for the rage? You know, what would be the cause for me to be uncontrollably, uncontrollably drunk? You know, like what, what would be the reason? For, and even on those holidays, you don't need to be uncontrollably drunk, but I'm trying to give you the, the context and the ethos because, um, at that time and even now, you know, I'm, I'm progressing and I'm still in my, you know, system of synthesis, but, uh, at that time, my system was off, my, my sequence was off, and, you know, and within this sequence and within this routine, like, I'm, I was, I was getting into the routine of going to parties and not partying hard, I'm, I'm talking like blacking out, like raging, raging to the point that I didn't know I was there, raging to the point, like, didn't know how I was going to bed, raging to the point that, you know, like, if you listen to the if you listen to the previous um you know journal entries i i you know ripped my finger middle finger open and i'm and i'm in the medical facility in the middle of a party you know what i'm saying i have to leave the party to to go to the medical facility uh i have blood on my sh- on my all white chuck taylors and it's like and not like a drop of blood i'm talking like blood all over them and people are like what did you do like what happened and i'm sitting there like nobody i nobody pushed me, I didn't fight anybody, but when they, but when they asked me that, I couldn't give them, I couldn't give them an answer, you know, like, that's literally how far off, how, how much, how much of, uh, how intoxicated I was, how, how deep I was into the game that, you know, I can't even recall the scars. I can't recall the bruises. I can't recall how I've ripped my finger open and I have blood all over my clothes. I, I mean, I couldn't recall these things, you know. So I'm, I'm telling I'm telling you this uh, not because I just want to be radically transparent and and make myself look bad about how stupidly drunk I used to get. But I want to provide you with kind of what was leading up to that or, or what was going on in my head and the environment that, that, 
brought that you know behavior to 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 manifest or what what allowed that behavior to manifest and i I won't put it on the cruise ship because it wasn't the cruise ship there's there was no like contingency uh in in my contract that said you know the fact that you have signed this contract to be here for six months you must go to the bar every night like there was there's not there was no clause that forced me to to take shots there was nothing that said hey we got free booze tonight you you have to come out or you're losing your job like i went to the bar every night like i chose to get drunk i chose to blackout i chose all of these things and you know, I, I, I write about having, uh, being stuck in a system and I write about uh, having a dream in which, you know, doing something simple like pulling my dad's truck into the garage was, was a difficult task and I'm scraping the car up, I'm scraping the truck up, I'm backing too far into it and I'm hitting the door and, and I'm trying to move it and, and, and I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to get out or get in and then I find myself being like stuck because there's a red car in front of me and i mean it was a weird dream but at the same time i feel like that was (laughs) that was god's way of saying like you're you're a rock stuck in a hard place but it's not you you put yourself in this hard place It, it wasn't like you know life was coming at me and i didn't know which way to turn and i was just receiving like these bad omens it's like no, dude, like, you, <laughs> you know, when I was, when I was staying in the apartments in Miami before I started the ship, you know, there was, there was a night or two, maybe one night, and I was only there a week, but even then, there was a, a, a Saturday night where I just, you know, I, maybe I even walked to Publix, like, like, that's how deep that was, maybe took a bus, but maybe I walked to Publix and took the bus back, but I'm talking like, I'm, I'm having bottles of wine and champagne and beer and I'm like drinking by myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I see people around, I'm talking to people, but I'm drinking by myself. And it wasn't a and I and I wanna and I wanna give you that information because it wasn't like I was drinking to forget anything, or I wasn't drinking my sorrows away because I had, you know, tears in my eyes and I wasn't shaking my fist to the heavens yelling, Why, why did why am I <laughs> living in Miami with these beautiful women in in the dorms that are ice skaters or, you know, performing artists and, and dancers and singers and they're from London and they're from Australia and they're from California and they're from Colorado and, and it's like all of this was going around me and instead of just like me being who I am, which is the, the the goon you know the spiritual conduit like the 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 feminine cheerleader like you know i'm a cheerleader for femininity and feminine energy and you would think that would have been like prime time you know like prime real estate primo location positioning it's like we got Gabe Hamilton, the white collar goon, the person who has dedicated his creative artistry to uh, inspire and impact and involve women. And he is here in a location full of women. And I didn't thrive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, did, I didn't thrive. Those girls didn't walk out of there after a week and be like, oh, man, like, we met Gabe Hamilton. Like, it wasn't like that. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I was finding myself 
you know, talking to people. But at night, I mean, I needed to, to sip a little something and sip a little something. And I'm looking around and I'm wondering, like, or who else is sipping a little something? And I didn't I mean, it, it, it becomes like a normalcy to like always have, you know, to be a little saucy. And whenever you're you know, whenever you're drinking to to feel something then it's not like a casual, like I'm having a beer or two. Like, and that's the thing, like the average person I feel like who drinks, they can go out to a cookout or to a social gathering and have the Heineken and, or have the Corona and then, and that'd be it, you know, just, just a beer or two, or maybe have the glass or two of wine and, and that'd be it. But like, for me, I was drinking to feel something at that time. So it was like, yeah, I got a champagne. Yeah. I got, you know, some Chardonnay that I purchased, but now this wasn't gonna be a glass of <laughs> a glass or two uh, occasion. Like if I bought the bottle of Chardonnay, like I was consuming the bottle that night, the the full bottle. Like, if I was buying Cabernet or anything, the full bottle was being consumed in one city, in one sitting, and it 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 would devolve from there. You know, it would devolve from there because you would think, oh, you're probably done drinking. It's like, oh no, after the bottle of wine, and then I'm on a wave and then now I'm sociable. Now I'm talking to people. Now I'm out there and if there's other drinks, now I'm drinking beer now. Now I'm drinking other things. And and that's how I was waking up in the morning drunk or that's how I was waking up and finding myself not even remembering how I got to bed. Not remembering if I threw up. Like if I if I was if I vomited in the bathroom. Like I couldn't even recall these things because of how like hard how hard I was going and it it really didn't click to me that I was misaligned. I wasn't in alignment with my spiritual self with, you know, my mind wasn't in alignment, wasn't in alignment with my body. My body wasn't in alignment with my spirit. It, it was just, I was out of sync. I was out of sync. Um, and instead of searching within myself, building myself up by taking my problems to God and praying and working on them, working on my issues through him, I was not going to God. I wasn't praying to God. I wasn't saying the name Jesus Christ. I wasn't uh, manifesting the Holy Spirit as I as I speak about now. I, I wasn't. I wasn't using. I wasn't using these um, tools of you know self affirmations and prayer and meditation and and synthesizing my the, the physical realm with the spiritual and, and 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 using nature to be our connecting divide like i wasn't doing that you know <laughs> i'm really i was i was utilize i was utilizing spirits not the holy spirit it was spirits wine beer champagne i was smoking at and being on the cruise ship there wasn't weed or at least i didn't find any and so I went back to what I was doing in Thailand whenever I wasn't smoking weed because I smoked weed every day in New York and smoked in, 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 in college. So whenever you remove that, then you substitute it. So I'm, I'm, I'm smoking cigarettes now on the cruise ship and, and like and cigarettes are terrible. Cigarettes are horrendous and I'm smoking them. Like, like finding myself getting, getting a few beers and buy beer number four or five. Now, now I'm tapping the cig and then I'm getting another person's cigarette and people are giving me cigarettes and you know what I'm saying? It was, it was just, it was just a thing and it it spiraled and now I am at a point where I can vocalize this and contextualize this and hopefully I can help other people 